Welcome to WDW for Families, the original family-friendly trip planning podcast, helping you plan your Disney vacation for over five years. All right, welcome to WDW for Families, and we are here with a magical show tonight as we're going to talk about the resorts that are connected to, quote-unquote, the Magic Kingdom. Some are by boat. Some are by monorail. We are here with a smaller panel tonight, slightly. We have Stephanie is here. Hello. We have Mark here. Hello, everyone. And Randy is here. Hello, everyone. Wow, Randy, that was exciting. Yes. Randy, you're in a good mood tonight. I guess so. <laughs> All right. So it's going to be a it's going to be a fun show because we haven't talked about the resorts in a while. And so what we're going to do is we're going to go back over some of our ranking of resorts because it's been a while and we've we've all had different experiences at the resorts over the uh, the last few months or the last few years. So what would you what are we including in the Magic Kingdom resorts? What are the Magic Kingdom Resorts. Go ahead and name them for me, one at a time. Randy. Uh, Wilderness Lodge, Fort Wilderness, Grand Floridian, Contemporary, Polynesian. Correct. And one thing that all but one of these has in common is that they are all what kind of resort? These are all deluxes except for Fort Wilderness. Yes. And we're going to throw in Shades of Green in there, too. And if you don't know what Shades of Green is, and some of even the hardened Disney fans don't know what Shades of Green is. But, Mark, go ahead and tell us what Shades of Green is. All right. Yeah, Shades of Green is a, a Department of Defense um, lease from Disney. I don't believe they own it property. And it's, it's exclusive to um, current Armed Forces members, uh, retired Armed Forces, disabled veterans, DOD civilians, and there's some other uh, – uh, government organizations, military-related um, organizations that that have access to it, and the the general public cannot book through it. Just if you're part of any of those organizations, um, it's the old it's the old golf resort. Uh, there's two championship golf courses out there, and Disney have an old golf resort, um, and it, it didn't do real well because it's off. Uh, it's off the monorail. It doesn't have any direct access to the Magic Kingdom. You have to walk over to the Poly to get on the monorail to get to the Magic Kingdom. Um, so they always had some issues with attendance and, and booking rooms. So they they um, leased it to the government. And since then, it's been booked up solid um, since they've done that many years ago. Um, it's It's a very nice resort. The rooms are approximately 480 square feet for their standard room, which is like the size of a suite at a normal um, Disney room. I mean, they're very, very large rooms. Uh, it's it's themed as like an old uh, country club kind of feel. They have several restaurants, um, just sort of like you'd get at, a, at any Disney, uh, Disney resort. You know, they have a fine dining option. They have a, a table service or counter service. Um, option and then they have like the poolside grills and whatnot. Um, they have something very similar to the uh, Bippity Boppity Boutique there where you can um, pay X amount of dollars and have 
an outfit as a princess or a, a pirate, I believe, is the other thing you can dress up as. And then they have some some merchandise options and different things there. So pretty much everything you get at a normal Disney resort um, with a, a little bit more of like a military flavor and a, a honestly a more affordable price tag on most of it. So it's it's a good it's a good setup for our, our military members and it's a good um, benefit and something that I feel they they deserve for sure. Okay, so if you ever had any questions about Shades of Green, I think that about covers it. I <laughs> the only reason I knew it existed was um, one year Shades of Green was on our pathway when they picked us up for the for the marathon uh, from the poly. We got stopped by Shades of Green. I was like, wait, what is that there? Somebody just happened to be sitting by me who was military and knew about it. That's the only reason I know about it. But let's go on to the traditional, what we would call the more traditional Magic Kingdom resorts. Um, Shades of Green is is right there next to the Magic Kingdom. Uh, but like Mark said, it's not really technically owned by Disney. Let's get to the Disney-owned properties, and they are Contemporary, Grand Floridian, Polynesian, Wilderness Lodge, Fort Wilderness. Now, I'm suspecting that our listeners know a little bit more about these resorts, or I'm hoping they do. But we're going to start with the Contemporary and let Randy just kind of go over just a couple of things about the Contemporary, and then we'll move on. And at the end of our show, we're all going to tell you which one we would recommend and um, right now and in the future, because right now there's a lot of construction going on at these hotels. Randy. So I stayed at the Contemporary when I was 13 years old, and we had not been to Disney for a long time uh, since I was, since before I was in elementary school. So uh, it was my first kind of real experience where I could ch- have a chance to remember what it was like. And I remember, you know, it is not a cheap hotel to stay at the Contemporary. Um, it was a big deal for my parents to be able to, to bring us there. We stayed in the tower, which is the big A-frame where the monorail goes through the building. And uh, it was great. We had a fun time. But I remember getting on that monorail to go around to the parks or coming home from, you know, coming home from Magic Kingdom or going to Magic Kingdom and riding past this Hawaiian themed resort and thinking, wow, wouldn't it be nice to stay there? And I remember us going by the Grand Floridian thinking, wow, wouldn't it be nice to stay there? And so as great as the contemporary is, its theme is really nice hotel. Like that, that's the theme is a contemporary hotel versus some of the others, um, a, you know, a wilderness lodge or something like that, that has a more distinctive theme. And so that's the negative to it, but it is a, it is a beautiful resort. Um, the big, uh, what, uh, the grand Canyon lobby or whatever it's called there, the big open, uh, open air in the middle of the, the building is amazing. They have great restaurants, you know, from uh, you can have breakfast with Mickey there, uh, et cetera. So it, it is a great place to to, to be. Um, there are also it has a large convention area there as well. And so, you know, your family or or others maybe um, have a convention there. So that's a great way to be able to stay at the contemporary in an affordable way. Um, but they also have garden rooms on one side which are um, rooms that are outside of the big A-frame, right? Outside of the main tower. 
those rooms are a little more affordable, which is nice, but you miss some of the the grandness of being in there. And then uh, there used to be um, some garden rooms on the other side of the A-frame, but they, they tore those down and instead built a big tower, uh, the Bay Lake Tower, um, which is actually the closest building to the Magic Kingdom and the closest walking distance. And that's a DVC um, you know, section of the contemporary with a little walking bridge that goes over to the contemporary. So if, you, if you're interested in the DVC room, um, you know, bigger suite kind of a thing. They have those over there as well. Um, as I mentioned, uh, the Contemporary is the closest building to the Magic Kingdom. And um, you can actually walk there, which is very convenient, um, very quick uh, to walk over. You have your own little uh, security. At least last time I was there, they had their own little metal detector, their own little security. So it's, it's a little quicker, a little easier to get in. And the convenience is is amazing. So if if uh, getting to Magic Kingdom quickly um, is your priority, then the the contemporary could be you know possibly your favorite resort to stay in. It is definitely nice, definitely a deluxe, um, but it doesn't have the unique theming that say a poly or something has. Yeah, it's it's a from my experience of contemporary. Um, it's, if you're a fan of nostalgia like me, then it's one of the more nostalgic resorts that you could stay at. And the A-frame there with the monorail just running through it, I mean, and the Grand Canyon, uh, concourse. Yeah. That is just, I mean, it's, it screams Disney to me and it's a, it's a good resort. Um, I, we stayed in the garden wing a couple of times and, It just, you know, it was a little underwhelming, but we did get the electrical water pageant. So that made it worth it. Yeah, I would say if you can afford it, like the tower is the place to be. I mean, we have stayed at the at the uh, Bay Lake Tower, you know, a few times. And uh, that's been great. And I no regrets there. But if we were going to stay in the, you know, in the contemporary, in the traditional thing, I think I would have to stay in the tower, in the, in the A-frame, uh, that's, that's where the nostalgia is for us. Well, and I will yeah. add here, I will add here that it, it is affordable of all, of all the areas on the, the monorail resort. So you would qualify the monorail resorts as Grand Floridian, Poly, Contemporary. The garden wing at the Contemporary is going to be the one that maybe if you get sticker shock on some of the other resorts, that's maybe the one you might be able to get into. Mark, did you have a comment? Oh, I was just going to say that that definitely the uh, the magic side, the the park side of the A frame, um, would be the view that you would that you would want. Um, both sides get get the view of the the Grand Canyon Concourse and all the the Mary Blair uh, mosaics and stuff in there. Um, but I was going to add also that. Uh, it, it is a, a con, you know, its style is nice contemporary hotel, uh, but there's there's some theming going on, some subtle theming um, that they've actually just started doing uh, recently to the Incredibles. Um, so there's some some pictures out there, and they've they've actually started refurbing the rooms, and they've brought in some subtle character references in, in the some of the different art and different things and it's actually themed to the incredible so you, you are going to get some 
some character uh, references now in the contemporary. Steffi and I have had this debate over what it, what is the best smelling resort. Stephanie actually chimed in to tell us all that the contemporary was, in fact, the best smelling resort. And while I disagree, Stephanie is certainly entitled to her opinion. And there's no one on our podcast who evaluates smells as well as Stephanie. Stephanie, any added bonus on that? Um, no, I think that's definitely true. I, I mean, I don't know. It's just you relate smells to vacations, to experiences. And um, you guys know I care a lot about smells. And so I have specifically asked um, the cast members there, what is the smell? And they will tell you it's green, clover, and aloe. And, uh, you, you know, you can buy the candle if you want to smell it at home, if you want to close your eyes and imagine that you live in the contemporary. Um, but no, I just I feel like it's it's a very nostalgic smell for me. And I love that um, hotel scent. OK, Stephanie, since you're talking, you might as well go ahead and talk about the one that one of the two resorts that we're going to talk about that is not on the monorail. OK, so I feel like, guys, when I talk about resorts, I feel a little bit like I'm describing my children. So um, I feel like I should preface this by saying this beautiful resort is my firstborn. Um, Wilderness Lodge was the very first resort I ever stayed in. And uh, it was on my honeymoon. So it has a lot of uh, a lot of really great memories for me. Um, quite a few years ago. <laughs> and I have definitely been back several times since. And I love that resort. Um, for me, the architecture of the resort when you walk in it's so grand I love that I love the uh the layout of the resort uh how everything is you know you have an interior entry um so you're not going to have to walk from one building to the other and get wet um it's just the little things like that I enjoy and then just for our listeners that may not know as much about the property so from Wilderness Lodge there is a walkway out by the pool and you can walk around and there's a geyser that uh, does, I don't know what the word, erupt <laughs> um, at, at certain times. And you can uh, listen to the musical cues uh, for that. But there's a little bridge that takes you out. And that's where you can take the, uh, the boat, the water taxi over to Magic Kingdom. And it's a, it's a fairly short ride, maybe about 15 or 20 minutes. And they drop you off right in front of Magic Kingdom. So that's kind of just a general overview. Um, it definitely has some great restaurants. Some are a little bit louder and more boisterous, um, like Whispering Canyon. I am just counting the days until they reopen uh, the Storybook Dining, because I think that is a fabulous character dining experience that I did last February. And I, I'm just really excited to kind of do that one again and experience that one because I thought it was great. Um, kind of different, unique food. And the food is just very much themed with the entire restaurant. So um, those are just a couple of things that I love. I, I love that it has a gym. I love that it's got, you know, the pool area is is nice. You feel like you're out west <laughs> in the Grand Canyon, you know, Utah, Montana, which I haven't been yet, but 
when I go to Wilderness Lodge, I get that same feel. I it, it is of of the hotels we'll talk about tonight. It's my I think it's my favorite. It's my favorite. It, it is. I like the theming. Everything you said about the lobby is just amazing. The hardwood floors. I've been there when they're refinishing the hardwood floors. I'm trying to imagine how hard of work that would be because it's all hardwood floors. Um, it just seems very authentic. It just. Uh, I like the strata on the um, near the fireplace. They have the different levels of rock that represent the different, you know, uh, periods. I like the totem pole. I like they have a basketball court there if you're interested in that. Like it, it's just um, I like taking the boat over to the Magic Kingdom. There's a relax now. You don't don't do it if you think you're going to get there quickly. Like it's a long. It, it it takes a while to do that, but it's a relaxing way to get to the park. Um, I think it's a great uh, resort to relax in and around. Um, it is my favorite of the night. And by the way, I should say. Of the deluxes across Disney World property, it is one of the cheapest deluxes uh, at Disney World. Um, so I think it's fantastic. It'll be my favorite one we talk about tonight. If you can catch a discount at, at Wilderness Lodge, I think it's affordable for, you know, for middle class families. And this is one of the ones if you want to splurge a little bit, you could end up at Wilderness Lodge and it'd be really it'd be really good. I mean, Wilderness Lodge is in my top five. And from a view standpoint, you could have a woods view, which is not not the preferred view. That's just a regular view, and it's a beautiful view. It's it's what you might want in a in a Wilderness Lodge to be able to see the woods. And yeah, that, I just it, want to mention too. Um, oh, go ahead, Mark. I was just going to say when you're speaking of architecture, and it, to me, it, it out of all the resorts, it truly transports you to the national parks of the West, um, like old faithful Inn in Yellowstone, like the, the main lobby, it just does such a great job of making you truly feel like you are somewhere else. You know, a lot of the resorts, you, you get that feeling, but for me, it, it just, out of all of them, it, it really does a great job of, of removing you from Florida and putting you in, you know, like you said, the, the Western States, the national parks, old faithful Inn lodge, Yellowstone, those areas, it just does a really good job of that. I, I will say I'm a little bit jealous that your honeymoon was there because my honeymoon was All Star Sports, so that's a big difference. That's jealous, funny. a little, just a little bit, <laughs> yeah. a little bit. No, I no, I think I like what you said, Randy, too, about the views because um, it's true. You might you might get a view that you think is just very basic, but you might actually be able to see fireworks from your balcony area that's happened to me before um so but it's a great resort and i should also i did want to mention that it has gone through a refurbishment recently it needed a little bit of a facelift um i thought this was very interesting as well this hasn't been officially announced but um they have taken out the uh, bunk bed options um both from there and from animal kingdom lodge so as far as I'm aware, um, Fort Wilderness is one of the few places that will continue to have the bunk beds. So I don't know. I'm kind of bummed about that because I was like, that's kind of a fun thing. But I just wanted to mention that. But yeah, it has had a nice refurbishment. So my, my firstborn is uh, just refreshed 
and she's looking good. All right, Mark, let's get to the Grand Floridian. I think you were the one who stayed there the last. Actually, may have been me, but you were there same time period at the Grand Floridian. Go ahead and run this down real fast for us. We're getting a little long here. This is okay. This this is our passion. So, Mark, go ahead. This is the the flagship of the deluxe resorts for Disney. It's a I mean it's a fabulous resort. It's themed to the 19th 20th century East Coast of of Florida. Some hotels in New Hampshire and actually one in uh, Coronado, California. But it's just just a Victorian dream. You know, to me, this is where if you want to dine yourself and to to feel like you're, uh, you know, really somewhere luxurious, somewhere where you're where you're treated uh, a certain way and your 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 rooms a certain way. You know, it's, it's this is the place. Um, everything is just meticulously cared for. The rooms are a little bit bigger than the the average rooms at other resorts. Um, they've got great food, easy access to the to the park, um, character dining on location, uh, good restaurants. You can you can actually have Victoria and Alberts, which is one of the nicest restaurants on on property at Disney. Um, so if you really want to have that that you know anniversary dinner or uh, honeymoon dinner, that sort of thing, it, it has that on on site. Um, the shops inside of it, you know, are that that next level boutique kind of um, kind of shop. Uh, there's a white sand beach uh, that runs along the front that you can sit on, uh, chase lounges and look out, watch the water pageant, watch the fireworks, those sorts of things. And and this is the closest resort, uh, whereas the contemporaries are closest resort, uh, I would say on the on the uh, east side. I don't know if that direction's right. Correct me if I'm wrong. This would be the closest resort on the other side um, where you can actually now walk to the Magic Kingdom, which is, again, a fantastic option. It's a little longer than the Contemporary or Bay Lake. Um, there is a DVC option there. There's villas. Um, but but I, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, it's not my normal flavor or style that I go for, but I'm, I'm glad I stayed there. Um, it's definitely an experience that that I enjoyed. Really had a good time there. Um, any any questions or any anything that I, I, I missed? I'll say that my my I I have not eaten at Victorian Alberts. I have not stayed at the Grand Floridian, but my brother did have a, a dinner at the chef's table at Victorian Alberts and said it was the best meal he had had in his life. Uh, just everything about it, the the food, but also the care of the, of the chef and the attention and the explanation of the food as it came and, and that sort of thing. Of course, the chef's table is, is, is a rare seat. That's only, you know, one table it's in the, in the kitchen. So it's a, it's a unique experience, but he said it was uh, the best meal he had had in his life. Yeah. It's, it's very exclusive, very nice restaurant for sure. Um, and I guess to to maybe to explain to our listeners kind of the feel you get when you're there, uh, Main Street in a hotel would be uh, maybe a good way to characterize it. When I'm wearing my park clothes, my my t-shirt and shorts, I feel underdressed. Like now, it's okay. You'll you'll be okay. No one's going to point you out. But there will be people there who are wearing their 
vineyard vines polo in their you know their their nicer clothes like you you dress up for dinner at the grand floridian um and a lot of the people in the lobby will be dressed up because they're coming to or from dinner or because they had a business meeting there or or whatever um it is a it is a nicer place for sure they'll have um they'll have meet and greets and they may be on pause right now but where like Cinderella will come down the staircase at different times during the day and just have a a like a meet and greet during the day with Cinderella um I guess I have a a little confession for some reason I want to wear a seersucker suit to the Grand Floridian and go eat there I don't know why yes. that just pops in my head when I think about a day at the Grand Floridian seersucker suit you know what else can you need well, I, I wanted to just throw out there um, another thought is a lot of times I book like a mother daughter trips at the Grand Floridian. And that's what I'm holding out for um, is I want to take my daughter and do a little trip, um, a mother daughter trip there. Um, it's the perfect place to do that. Um, just to throw out one other thing. Um, I love they have their own salon there. Um, it's called the Ivy Trellis, and it's fabulous because not only can the girls get a makeover, but like the moms can also get a makeover. Um, and you can't do that at obviously at Bippity Boppity, or I would totally do that. But so that's that makes it a fun um, event and something that you can do if you're there with your with your girl. Go out to dinner, you know, do a makeovers, do all the girly stuff. Um, it's a beautiful place, I think, for a girls' trip. Yeah, they have Ivy Trellis. They have what is it the Scentsy Spa um, or Scentsy Spa? Um, the the Garden View Tea, where you get to um, you get to have a, a like an afternoon tea, uh, and then like I said, nineteen hundred Park Fair has the character dining, where you get uh, Mary Poppins, um, Mad Hatter, Alice. So yeah, I can definitely see re- that'd be a good mother-daughter trip would, would just knock it out of the park. Yeah, there are two different times for character greets there. In the morning, it's those characters. At night, it's the Cinderella family of characters, including the stepsisters. I I really enjoy Grand Floridian. Floridian, Floridian. It's um, not my style. Um, I do find it very Mary Poppins-like. I would describe it as like almost a Mary Poppins-type place. <laughs> If you were if if you were going to have a character that was a hotel, it'd be Mary Poppins. So we're going to go over to the last of the monorail resorts real quick. Oh, oh, we do need to add: you're paying for that niceness at the Grand Floridian. Yes. I'll tell you that it is. Oh yeah, it is the most expensive hotel <laughs> at Disney World. So let's move over to the second most expensive, which is the Polynesian. Well, not anymore. I guess it's up there though. The Polynesian. And the Polynesian is like it's called. It is a Polynesia themed resort uh, with the theming of like Samoa or Hawaii or Fiji or those type of islands. And it is confession. uh, My probably my happiest place on earth. I just love going in there. I love smelling it. To me, it is, in fact, the best smell at Disney. Um, I, I love that smell of the Polynesian lobby. And I just love everything about the Polynesian. Now, uh, there are things like Ohana, the restaurant, which Ohana is one of the best restaurants at Disney. You have Trader Sam's, which is definitely the best hidden spot at Disney. 
You have uh, a very underrated restaurant, Kona Cafe there. The pool is great. It's, you know, the volcano pool is there is really nice. I like the rooms. I just like everything about it. I like the sound of the music that plays as you're there. I like the fact that it's one of the original Disney World hotels there. And, uh, you know, the hammocks on the beach. You're not going to hear me say a lot of negative things. It is go ahead and add anything you want to add or ask any questions. Uh, I think the it's been a little while since we've stayed the Polynesian, and I know currently it is under some repairs. Um, yeah, so I've seen um, I've seen some pictures of the room refurbishments, and they are so well done. Uh, they've added touches of Moana. Uh, they've got some Maui, but it's it's not done in an overpowering way. <laughs> it's not like cartoons all over the walls. Uh, it's done very classically um and i think extremely tastefully it's beautiful um just seeing the pictures i'm excited to stay at the polynesian again and i think you know i said the grand flow is a great mother-daughter trip place but i think also polynesian can be that if if your daughter's favorite princess is moana uh that's perfect spot to stay um, and enjoy those things. Um, so no, I, you know, I'm with you, Todd, on this one. I love the Polynesian. All right, Randy, any thoughts or comments on the Polynesian? No. I mean, it's, it's a beautiful place. I think it's an amazing, uh, uh, amazing style, right? It's amazing theme. And as I mentioned before, like when I was a 13 year old, when we rolled in that monorail past the Polynesian, I was like, why aren't we staying in Hawaii? Like I, this is, why would you not want to be here? This is the you know an amazing paradise, um, and so I think that I think it's a great place. I really do. Uh, I will say, you know, the, the negative of it, in my view, is the out, outdoor entrances. Uh, well, not outdoor entrances, but you have to walk in between the buildings outside. Whereas at the Contemporary or at the Grand Floridian, there you know there are many rooms that you would not have to do that. Uh, but at the at the Polynesian, you know, if it's raining, you're going to get wet going to your room. Mark, anything you want to add? No, I, I I just I look forward to. I have not stayed at the Polynesian, but I spent some time when I was staying at the Grand Flow on my last trip to walk through, and uh, I'm just ready to get into that that grand ceremonial house and and see the uh, see the show, have the luau, experience the poly correctly. I guess one thing that I really like about the poly is, that, you know, as a child of the 70s, that was kind of a thing. Like the the tiki bar, the the Hawaiian thing, the Brady Bunch always, they went to vacation in Hawaii. That kind of era was really popular when I was a kid. And so the Polynesian is just really stands out for that. Speaking of which, nostalgia wise, we have to include one of these things is not like the other resorts. So we have all these deluxe resorts and shades of green which are all nicer, high-end quality resorts. But then there's the Fort Wilderness campgrounds, which are just attached to the side of the Wilderness Lodge and are affordable camping for families. And they also have cabins for families up to six people. And so the Fort Wilderness campgrounds also offer things like archery, horseback riding, fishing, and other things. Basketball, there's a dog park. I mean, it's it is a typical 
camping resort. And you have to pay for a lot of those things. Some of them you don't have to pay for. But uh, the, the Fort Wilderness Campground is a nice, um, nicer campground is what I would call it. It's got Magic Kingdom access where you have to take a boat, much like the Wilderness Lodge. Sometimes you share a boat with the Wilderness Lodge, and it could take a little bit of time to get there. But this is a very large, expansive property. And uh, you almost have to rent your own golf cart to get around unless you want to spend a significant amount of time waiting on buses, waiting on a bus to get to a bus stop to take a bus to where you want to go. So there, there are some positives and negatives to Fort Wilderness Campground. I will say this is my family's favorite resort. I, I'm the guy that likes the Polynesian. My kids are going to pick the Fort Wilderness Campground every day, all day. This is their favorite place. And so uh, it is a top five resort for us, but it is not for those who don't like roughing it. And it was not for one Randall J. Whitman. Randy, do you want to go ahead and say your piece about before? No, I, 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 I will say that it is included on our list because it is a Magic Kingdom resort. It is, it is, uh, you know, it is, it, you have to have boat straight to the Magic Kingdom. However, it is different. Like you said, it's different than the others. It's not, it's not a fair comparison to compare it to a deluxe resort. That's not what it is. Um, but yeah, if you love the camping experience, go for it. It'll be, it'll, you'll, it'll be the best campground you've ever stayed in. Stephanie, anything on the Fort Wilderness cabins? Um, you know, this is one resort I have not yet stayed in, and I am trying to stay in every resort. So, um, you know, I will some at some point I will jump in there. Um, I have extensively toured it, and um, yeah, I'm, well, I'm just gonna say it just doesn't do much for me. Now, I think I might change my mind once I stay there. And I have a lot of clients that are like, this is where we go every time, every year. This is what we do. Um, and I, I can honor that. Um, so, you know, I kind of still want to reserve my judgment on it. And I want to give it a shot. Um, but my expectations are a little bit low. So I'm just I'm just being honest here. All right, Mark, you've stayed there. What do you have to say? I uh, I'm I am hurt by everyone's opinion on Fort Wilderness Camp. No, uh, I I don't even classify it as the same trip when I'm when I'm at Fort Wilderness or if I'm at a different hotel. I mean, to me, it's the planning, the mental, um, what I'm going to do, ha the mindset I'm in isn't even in the same wheelhouse. Um, it's just a completely different experience, and you have to go in knowing it's going to be a completely different experience. Um, and as long as you do that, you know, I, I think it's a, it's a great option. I love it. Um, especially financially, I, I stayed in a, a tent and it was in the, the January. And so it was 50, 40, 50 degrees at night. And, and it was fantastic because the, the purpose of that trip was the park. Um, I was spending most of my time. I was really attacking the park. So the re the resort was not going to be somewhere I was going to spend a lot of time in anyway. So I, I, as long as you separate the two and, and really put your mindset right on it, I think it's a, it's a very good, very good option, um, especially financially. It's a good cost saver if if that's, uh, you know, your biggest concern. Well, the cabins there are a little 
little more pricey. If the cabins would be equated to a moderate, a higher end moderate resort for their price, but they do house six people. So if you're a family of five, and you're like us, and you have four four boys in, of your five, four wilderness is great. Let's not dismiss it as nothing though, because they does have some really cool stuff there, including the hoop de doo review, which is in the back, which is not going currently, but is a dinner show at Disney, which a lot of people really enjoy. It also has Trails Inn Restaurant, which is a, I think it's a very underrated restaurant. Also there at Fort Wilderness is you do get to see the electrical water pageant. And, uh, you know, there are things at Fort Wilderness like the the, uh, the horse barn there. Chippendale. Yeah, the Chippendales, uh, that's a really good one. Chippendales, nighttime, marshmallow roast is something that the, the, other, ro- the other resorts don't have. And it's a really good a good option. And let me just say this in Halloween time and Christmas time, these are two times where you want to go to Fort Wilderness because people decorate their campgrounds and people decorate their golf carts. And it's really fun to, to ride in that environment. Uh, so I'm sorry, I have to cough every once in a while. I have to mute my thing that I can come back. So, uh, anyways, the, my favorite day of all time. My favorite day of all time at Disney was we went to Epcot. We weren't there very long. We decided we the Titans were playing that day. The Titans beat the Eagles. That was great. We went back. We were all excited. We're all in our Titans jersey. We went back. We swam at the pool for a while. We went over. We ate it. We ate at Hoopty Doo. We had an early dinner. We got out of Hoopty Doo. Walked right over to Chippendales, uh, marshmallow roast. We had that. We watched the movie, which was Tinkerbell and the Pirate Princess. And we watched that movie and we walked right back over to the horse barn and we got to do the return to Sleepy Hollow event uh, that they were having for uh, for Halloween season there. That I don't think they still do that, but it was really cool having that day there. And it's always a memory I treasure. OK, yada, yada. All right. So last thing we're going to do, favorite Magic Kingdom resort. And mm, yeah, that's it. How about that? Just what I think we've kind of already said it, but why don't why don't we just say, you know, what is your favorite Magic Kingdom resort? We'll start with Randy. Yeah, I've already said it's it's Wilderness Lodge for me. I mean, it's uh, not only is it fantastic, but it's the most affordable of them. And so for me, uh, that's that's my pick. Wilderness Lodge. Okay, Stephanie. Okay. Um, yeah, well, this might surprise you. I don't know. Um, but I am gonna ha- I'm gonna go back and say the Polly. Um, I love Wilderness Lodge. I, I and I gave my argument for that. Um, it, but I think I would like to stay at the Polynesian again. That would be my pick for my favorite. Mark, I'm gonna have to go with the contemporary right now. Being so close to the Magic Kingdom, the age kids I have. Um, it, it just really, it's just really a, a, an enjoyable place. The rooms are nice. I, I just really enjoy the views going up to the top and watching the fireworks, um, watching the fireworks from your room and just walking to the magic kingdom, being able to be at the magic kingdom in five minutes was, was especially with kids was just absolutely knocked it out of the park. So I'm going to, I'm still going to have to stick with the contemporary. All right. And I've already said the poly is my favorite place, so I'm going to stick with it. There's only one resort. Well, there's o- there's only one resort at Walt Disney World that I would even put in the same category as Polly for me. But we'll get to that one later when we talk about the Epcot resorts. 
All right. Well, there you go. Let, real quick, I have one more thing, and I know that I know we're running long, but for for the money, if you had to, if you were going to say, okay, I, you know, if I had unlimited amount of money, you know, probably the poly, maybe I don't know, maybe the A frame of the contemporary. But if you <clears throat> if you were trying to save a little money, what would what would you say, wilderness lodge or garden wing of the contemporary? What would you? I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm sticking with wilderness lodge. If if yeah. you went back. If you went back and said money doesn't matter, then I'd take the I'd take the Graham Floridian, no problem. But okay. What would what would you comment on that, Stephanie? Given that choice, I would go to Wilderness Lodge easily. Um, I again like the fact that it's all in one building. Um, and I just feel like it has so many pros to it. That's what I would pick. Okay, so Mark. You kind of gave us the no money option. What if you were trying to save a little money? Would you still pick the garden wing there? You know, I I don't like to talk bad about anything Disney, but the garden wing has just anyone I've spoken to, they've been they said it's fine, but it's just it's you feel like you're in the 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 basement of some nice place is is, is what I've had it described to me as. Like you're just kind of put off to the side. Like, hey, you're in the contemporary. But you're not really in the contemporary, and I know they're original to the building, but uh, I, I would have to move over to wilderness. I think just just because of the value, you know what what am I getting for my dollar? Um, I think that would do it do it better than the garden wing of the contemporary. Yeah, I think um, if, if it's me, I'm I'm wilderness lodge on that account. If it's my family, we're staying in one of those cabins at Full Wilderness. Um, but if money is no issue, I'm getting a Magic Kingdom view at the Polynesian. All right. So that'll do it for us. We'll talk about the Epcot resorts later. We'll talk about the DHS resorts later, kind of, or the value resorts. I don't know. Or we'll talk about the, the Skyliner. Uh, Disney, yeah. The Skyliner resorts. Maybe. I don't know. We'll talk about more resorts later. These are the easiest category resorts to talk about, I think. And so. Anyone else have a last word for us tonight? All right. You're never too old to wish upon a star.